This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is Adam Ritz. So glad you've decided to climb aboard this public affairs show and join us for another fun half hour with my co-host on the telephone, Jay Baker. Hi, Jay. How are you? Hi, I am doing great. Uh, still social distancing. It's the it's the COVID-19 editions of the public affairs show. We are far, far apart, maintaining at least six feet. We're between six and three miles Six feet and three miles apart right now. Uh, looking forward to the, the day interval. when we can actually be in the same studio. I don't know when that's going to be. And, and you know, it's fine with me. We're having some uh, pretty decent shows here. With I, I think we're doing better now that we don't have to see each other's ugly faces, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's helping. Uh, <laughs> uh, productivity has gone up across the board in corporate America with uh, Zoom and video chats because people don't have to look at their coworkers' ugly faces. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to start with, uh, I guess, I like to highlight charities and foundations uh, and, uh, you know, work for a good cause. And this is going to be sort of a, I admit, a half-hearted attempt at doing a a story. This is going to be the most half-hearted public affairs story in America this week because I'm not really into the vehicle, but I love that they're doing this for charity. Have you heard of a new television show? on TBS called Celebrity Show-Off. No. Uh, Celebrity Show-Off. It's from the producers of The Masked Singer. And, you know, it's a reality show with with celebrities. And Mm -hmm. I guess, I don't know if it's it's information the audience needs to know, but I've (laughs) never really been that impressed with with celebrities or, or what it takes to be a celebrity. Uh, and I, I suppose it comes from uh, my generation X of, of actually liking entertainment and television when I was younger. And then going through in my late 20s, early 30s, the time period when reality TV just took off. Yes. And I loathe reality TV. I do not want to devote any of my time to watch people that are nobodies do anything. And that's So what you're saying is when they drop all those all those cretins off on that island for Survivor, you don't care whether they make it off or not. You know, I, I have to admit, I, I've never seen one episode of Survivor. And they've done what? Like like twenty two seasons? Twenty seasons of it insane number of seasons and they keep bringing back the all-stars and yeah actually not not even seasons 20 years so they do like three seasons a year i think they've had 60 seasons of survivor i haven't seen one show i'm proud to say that i haven't seen one show i wonder how many Um, contestants they've lost isn't that something they're not talking about you know quick side radio note for you since we're talking about survivor uh at one point in my career uh, i was involved with a I guess we could call it a radio row or a press junket where Mm -hmm. I was involved with about 20 other radio stations. We're broadcasting live on the West Coast, and they're bringing celebrities in to promote their new movies, promote their new books, promote their new uh, television shows. And it's a way for a, a celebrity and their publicist to hit 20 different cities all at once in the same two hour time frame to promote whatever they're doing. 
Well, they brought on this uh, this this woman on my show, and I had no idea who she was. And apparently, she was one of the biggest television stars of that time period because she was the most popular person on Survivor. I could never tell you who she was to this day. Uh, but, you know, I think at the time, uh, it's safe to say Survivor was was the top, sure. one, of the, one of the top three rated television shows on the air. And she was the most popular Survivor on that show. So people were falling over each other to interview her. And she comes down to my broadcast booth and sits down. And it's the <laughs> kind of thing, too, where you have no time to do any sort of research on who these people are. Right. Uh, and, you know, when Michael J. Fox sits down in front of you, you, you kind of you know who he is. And you sure. can interview him for a half an hour without any research. Well, this woman sits down and I'm like, hey, welcome to the show. How are you? And she's like, it's just all generalities and niceties for like four minutes. Finally, uh, my boss, <laughs> the program director of the station I was on, was at that event. And he sits down, grabs a set of headphones, grabs the other microphone. And he goes, wait, wait, wait. He goes, Adam. Do you even know who this person is? <laughs> wow, that's funny. It, it turned out to be kind of funny because she played along. Sure. I, yeah. I go, I go, Scott. I got to tell you, I have, I have no idea who this person is. And he and, his, and this this gentleman and his wife loved Survivor, so he was like completely starstruck, right, uh, by who she was. And she's laughing, and he so he gets into the interview, and he's asking her, you know, deep details about the show and her personality, and what you know, the books she's writing, and everything else she's going to do after the show's over. And finally, uh, you know, it comes back to me, and I'm like, "Well, it was nice to meet you. <laughs> Good luck with your career or whatever you're doing. Uh, sure. We'll be back after this." So that's kind of, I guess, a, a little bit of a framework. Uh, and foundation for for where I sit on reality TV, and and I, I guess that sort of then I then I get older. I'm middle aged now, and I think that sort of just blasé look at a at a television star has bled over now into celebrities, like a real celebrity. Sure. I don't really care about a real celebrity and what they're doing on their Instagram or what they had for dinner, or I mean, it's got to be entertaining. I don't want, you want to know? Don't you want to know about Brad Pitt's dog? I, I don't want to know about you? Brad Pitt's dog, but I will go see Ocean's <laughs> Eleven, you know, Part Nine, because that's sure. a that's great entertainment. It's it's uh, fun to be lost in that entertainment. I love that kind of entertainment. I don't want to see uh, who Brad Pitt's dating. I don't care. Uh, that's a great point. So, so anyway, so back to Celebrity Show Off. It's a television show that just just premiered on uh, TBS. And it's hosted by, and I'm going to butcher this name, I apologize, Maim Bialik. Do you know who she is? Oh, yes, I do. She's from um, Big Bang. That's right. She played Amy. Um, right, on, Amy Fowler. Amy yes. Fowler uh, on uh, Big Bang Theory, who ended up with Sheldon, uh, and they got married and won the Nobel uh, Prize. Um but anyway, so I, yeah, I'm and that just, was in real life. And, 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 yeah, that all happened in real life. <laughs> happened and in real life. I'm just so terrible at, at her name. But anyway, she's the host of the show, and they they have pitted celebrities, and you can use that word with a grain of salt, because some of them I don't even know who they are. I've never heard their name. <laughs> um, but let me. Here's the list of celebrities taking part. Sure, I'm ready. Diplo, Ja Rule, Action Bronson. Gabby huh. Butler, 
Dwight Howard, Travis Kelsey, Nina Leakers, or I'm sorry, Nina Leaks, possibly. Jason Bless you. Jason Muraz, <laughs> Kevin Smith, Tori Spelling. She's back on television. Tori Spelling. I love Tori. Bella Thorne. And then the three what they call the the Willis sisters, Rumor Scout mm. and Tallulah Willis, who is oh, okay. uh, Bruce yeah. Willis They're and Bruce Demi Willis's Moore's daughters. daughters. Yeah. So I did you recognize at least half that list? I recognize probably a third of that list, and ironically, Kevin Smith, who's kind of our age group and makes movies, but the rest were kind of like, eh, pop culture, you know? Yeah, Kevin Smith, of uh, course, from uh, Jay and Silent Bob. He was Silent Bob. He's a huge movie director. I mean, he's a big name. Jason Mraz has won Grammys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Travis Kelsey is the uh, Super Bowl champion tight end from the Chiefs. Uh, Dwight Howard is a a retired uh, NBA legend, 6'10 or so, with... He's not uh, Ronnie Howard's brother. No, no relation there. Director <laughs> uh, Diplo, I think, is a musician. I don't know. Uh, ja, ja Rule is a musician. Uh, Action Bronson. I have no idea who this is. Oddly enough, my girlfriend did know who it was because I love the name. He's involved. He was involved with some, you know, reality show that she watched, so she uh-huh. knew who he was. Gabby Butler. I don't know. Uh, Bella Thorne, I only know because of uh, some kids' movies that my daughters watched that she was in. Uh, Tori Spelling, uh, of course, maybe the most famous name on the list. <laughs> yeah, she uh, uh, she was in that reboot recently. What is it, 90120, uh, or I yeah. always get the numbers mixed up. But, yeah, that was actually kind of a, a fun fun deal, you know. Uh, to me, Tori Spelling is most famous because her dad produced The Love Boat. <laughs> That's right. The best show on TV. So anyway, here we are. We're 10 minutes into this public affairs show. We haven't talked about any charity uh, or foundation work, but here's the deal. These celebrities are going to produce a two or three minute video on an iPhone or whatever device they have. They produce it at home while you know on quarantine, and then they show the video to their other contestants or competition through some sort of, you know, video chat or, or Zoom meeting. And the other celebrities vote on which one has the best video. Fans of the show also get to vote through social media. And the winning video, that celebrity will win cash money to be given to a charity of their choice. So, I guess my my disdain or lack of respect for... The reality show faux celebrity mentality is now ticked up a few notches because they're actually doing this for charity, and I think that's sure. fantastic. It's fantastic. We don't know what the charity is going to be yet because we don't know who won yet. Uh, but if you want to check out this show, if you're into that kind of reality TV and you're look, you want to watch a four-minute video of Bruce Willis's daughters um, throwing milk at each other and jumping in an ice-cold lake, I mean, they're not really... These are not Oscar-winning uh, video productions, <laughs> but they, you know, and they only have like 24 hours to make the to make the video too. So, Jason Mraz, I learned, I watched the first half of the first episode. His video, he's a farmer. Did you know that he? Uh, no, you know, he's I didn't real know. into health foods and organic foods. So he bought a farm and he lives on a farm. So his entire video was kind of a, a parody song as he's walking through his farm. You know, farming strawberries and mushrooms and 
uh, with his with his uh, tie dye shirt on and a farmer's hat. I mean, it's kind of it was kind That's of interesting. Fun. Yeah. Uh, he even got his friend uh, Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenty to be in the video. So, you know, I haven't seen the Kevin Smith video. Uh, if if Jay, you know, isn't in that video, his counterpart from Jay and Silent Bob, I'll yeah, be Jason Muse, yeah, Jason Muse. Thank you. So anyway, uh, it's all over social media. You can find it online. It's on TBS. It's Celebrity Show Off, and uh, it it premiered this week. And there's ten episodes, and. Uh, it, I, I guess part of me admits that it was kind of fun to watch some of these videos. And I'll admit, too, part of me, I like watching this stuff so I can make fun of it. Because it's really sure. not. Some of these videos were terrible. And I'm like, this, you made it on broadcast television. You got a spot on broadcast television <laughs> with this video. And, you know, my next door neighbor could have done something more interesting. Anyway, so wow. now that you know, uh, I guess that story got you inside my psyche a little bit more to understand. Uh, maybe, And, you know, I, I'm hoping that there's some people in their cars right now that are like, you know what, I feel the same way. I'm not really into reality TV, and I don't know why they can't bring back great shows like Three's Company. <laughs> or great shows like Love Boat. Or The Love Boat, you know. Love Boat, yeah. I want to meet Tori Spelling someday just so I can shake her <laughs> hand and tell her that her dad is a genius. All right, it's the Adam Ridge Show. We cover public affairs, and we're underwritten today by Vibonomics. We are coming to you from the Vibonomics Radio Studios. Vibonomics is an audio experience company and advertising platform uh, inside brick-and-mortar retail spaces across the country. You'll hear some songs. You'll hear some promotional messages, some voiceovers, some advertisements. Uh, If you hear something in a store, you're probably listening to Vibonomics, and you can learn more at vibonomics.com. All right, Jay, uh, the entire country and our audience is counting on you to bring us home after that terrible uh, uh, report I just did. Well, I got to tell you, we get so much great feedback on our shows about coronavirus because it's a shared experience we're all going through. And of course, we have some new information this week on the Adam Rich Show. Uh, how about this uh, little snapshot item? A COVID-19 store has suddenly popped up in a Miami mall. And it kind of makes sense. It's a place where you can go get face masks, uh, different sanitizers, uh, a UV machine. Have you seen these UV lights, these little portable lights you can use to uh, disinfect surfaces and high-touch areas? Okay. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And uh, it just popped up in a Miami mall. They expect to see more stores like this. You know, famously, when the initial pandemic hit, uh, getting hand sanitizer was a near impossibility. And so it is a store like this. It gives you an opportunity to get that. I'm, I'm sure if you're like me, Adam, now you have a couple different sizes of hand sanitizer you can travel with. Oh, for sure. And I've got them everywhere now. There's some in my you car. There's some in my briefcase. There's some in my office. There's some in my kitchen. It's all over. Sure. Absolutely. Here was an interesting look. Yahoo collects uh, data on the amount of searches that are going on. And as you might imagine, during COVID-19, you might say, hey, is every search some dire thing? And surprisingly, it's not. Here's just a little snapshot of some of the top uh, searches that have gone on here in the last two weeks. Uh, one of the major searches is for the phrase coronavirus spike. 
This is something that obviously we were all very concerned about in America. So that's not a surprise that it's on there. But how about this? Sandra Bullock was in the top 10. And the reason why? She was on a CBS special called United We Sing. And people went and looked up Sandra Bullock. So apparently... that's Apparently, a re- this was a huge hit. Yes. It's a recent uh, a recent sort of telethon? On June 21st, okay. United We Sing uh, featured different celebrities. Uh, Jamie Foxx was involved as well. Um, and Harry Connick Jr. was involved. And you can now access this on CBS On Demand or online at CBS.com. So, but I thought that was interesting. That's... that Sometimes you think... People are looking for the most dire of information. And it's like, no, Sandy Bullock. That's, yeah. that's not good for the other singers that were on that show, that the person that was most Googled was, uh, was Sandra Bullock. <laughs> well, it might have been she looked particularly fetching in her dress. Who knows? Did people, uh, I'm going to just jump in and, and try to guess. Is second wave, is that on the list? That is not on the list, but coronavirus spike is. Spike, yeah. Obviously, people are very concerned about that. And I think we can't minimize the fact that, yes, you do need to be ultra aware that this is far from over and that you want to continue to social distance, et cetera. Is is Tori Spelling on that list and or Love Boat? I would hope that it would be. Unfortunately, it's not. However. After the show, it will be. It will be. And when this I, show airs. I want people to search out Love Boat. What a great show. And, and Gopher, one of the greatest characters ever created. I think you know that. Mm. Wouldn't you love to be on a boat right now and have Isaac make you a nice, tall, uh, you know, something or rather? I know I would. With a, with a two-finger salute, the gun salute? Oh, yes. That's I, right. I would much rather have that than this working from home situation. I want to be um, WFY. Working from yacht, <laughs> working instead from of WFH. Yacht. Absolutely. Here was a big search item: Miracle Suit Swimwear. I have no idea what the Miracle Suit Swimwear company does. However, uh, the weather's turning warmer, and you need to wear something to the pool. So why not a Miracle Suit? Uh, we're not necessarily endorsing the product, but this is the kinds of things you think. Gosh, America's in such turmoil. We're all going crazy. Now nah, we're searching for swimsuits, Sandy Bullock, and uh, coronavirus spike. You so know, the, you the swimsuit, you know, I can see that because with the quarantine in uh, self-isolation from March until the end of May, when states started to open up and businesses started to open up, I mean, you still couldn't really go on vacation. But guess what? You could go... To your backyard, you can go on the deck, you can yeah. go to your sister's pool, you could go to your own pool. And if if someone just saved a few thousand dollars on not taking a spring bre- spring break, then why not update your swim your swimsuit uh, drawer and get a new oh, yeah. get a new fashionable swimsuit for the season since that's the only thing that a lot of people can do this summer. Absolutely. We do have some Gallup poll information. This is uh from March through June, the overall satisfaction for Americans is the lowest it's been in four years. That probably doesn't come as a surprise. I think a lot of people are vexed. You know, 2020, Adam, as you know, has been an amazing year with the pandemic. 
uh, the social unrest that we've experienced. And then, believe it or not, there's a large, uh, well, I'm not sure the exact phrase you'd use for it, like this large group, bundle, whatever. There's a huge sandstorm that has come from the Sahara. It's covered half the Caribbean, and it's on its way to America. So now we have a huge sandstorm. I mean, we can't win. I did see that in the news, and it's like, could 2020 just give us a break? Are we really going to get a sandstorm from the other side of the planet? (laughs) Sandstorm from the other side of the planet. It's Yeah, it's craziness. Uh, This is interesting to me. The overall coronavirus concern went from 45% to 21% in the last two months. So people are either really tired of the coronavirus uh, situation or they feel like they've got a pretty good handle on it because of what they've heard and read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, more information uh, has certainly relaxed a lot of attitudes. I I have some friends myself that uh, two months ago wouldn't leave their house, and now they're you know they're going four times a week to the gym uh, to sweat and spit and breathe and and touch other equipment, and they're completely uh, fine with what's happening. And they just uh, you know, and it's I'm not suggesting you do that. I, get the information you need to make your own decisions. Correct for sure, but. Um, you know, it seems as if there are pre, uh, the the pre-conditioned uh, health problems. The the elderly. There's certain there's certain groups of people that are susceptible to this. And maybe if you feel like you're not in that group, maybe you're just living life and finally living large because you were one of those. What'd you say in the forty percentile of people that were just unhappy? They were just unhappy yes. with their life in 2020 as compared to four years ago. Uh, because of all the, just the the stress and anxiety that's everywhere you look now. Yeah, there's very little good news in the news mix you're now receiving. So, other than it turning nice weather-wise in America, we don't have a whole lot of things to look forward to, seemingly. Uh, concern about economy and jobs went from 8% to 19%. And we're getting various figures The unemployment claims are down from previous weeks, which is positive. But overall unemployment, that figure still remains what you would say troubling in that a significant number of available workers are idled. Now, the percentage of that is uh, debatable, but they have said in some sectors of our economy, we're probably 35 to 40 percent unemployment. Uh, with available workers. So that that is a tough number. Yeah, I still uh, I have a lot of contacts that are still out of work. Yeah, it's uh, it, that is something that uh, has increased in overall concern. And then I found this figure very interesting, uh, up about 25%. There's an overall concern for Americans uh, about poor government leadership. And initially I thought, I wonder if this is dissatisfaction with the president, but if you extrapolate that out just a little bit, people are not particularly excited about their state governors or their mayors. Uh, And part of the problem is, as you know, sometimes the mayors make one decision, the governors make another decision. Uh, and And as you well know, this varies from state to state. 
you and I live in a state where everything is kind of nicely reopening. But if you go to adjacent states, some of those states are almost in near lockdown. So that you could see why there would be a concern about poor leadership. Yes. Now, I, I don't have a solution for that, certainly. And speaking of poor leadership, I would be the poorest of poor leaders. Well, I'll tell you, Jay, I was just going to say that uh, <laughs> you can't complain about the leadership without having a solution. So I think you need ah. to run for public office. Wow, wouldn't that be uh, how would How would Jay Baker do uh, on the ticket? You think he'd get any votes? You know, it was funny. Uh, I had, had, had a friend one time that told me, he goes, if you lived in the smallest town in the smallest county in Indiana, he goes, I could get you elected governor. This is a guy that ran campaigns for people. He said anywhere else, he goes, you wouldn't have a chance because he said politics have become so incredibly refined and defined that it takes a person that's really almost groomed for it to do it successfully. So I, th I found that very interesting. Well, at least uh, you have a plan now. Now you need to move to that small county, and uh, in a few years you'll be governor. <laughs> Isn't that reassuring? Yeah. Look, your personality is just good enough to have the lowest setting of the bar. You could break that threshold. Any other threshold, forget about it. You couldn't even run for dog catcher. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk about some good news, Adam. This is a, a brand I bet you have already or are considering getting behind. In the streaming world, as we've gone through the pandemic, people are looking for entertainment. Disney Plus now has the highest overall uh, satisfaction in its customer base of any of the major streaming services. All right. Congratulations, Disney Plus. I've uh, been a... A user myself. I got into that Mandalorian series a few months ago when it, when it launched, and I highly recommend that. I'm looking forward to the next season of that. Uh, you can't go wrong with any of the Marvel movies. Star Wars is on there for sure. Yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting. Believe it or not, they now have 54.5 million paid subscribers to Disney+. Plus. It's been a highly, highly, highly successful streaming service. And as you probably know, uh, most people have some form of either cable or satellite, and then they also have streaming services. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, has been an unprecedented change in the television environment. Um, the other two main players are, of course, Netflix. And if you notice that Netflix, they are so smart because they put shows on that people talk about. Yeah, absolutely. They are able to generate talk over seemingly mundane shows. Yeah, Like one of their pet projects has always been to put, uh, is for Netflix to put on Adam Sandler releases. And then they gave him a deal where you could share it with your other buddies. So that's why David Spade and, and Kevin James and those guys have movies out as well. So I thought that that was fascinating that they figured out a way to get people to chat about what's on, whether you have Netflix or not. Mm -hmm. That is smart. They're, they're good at what they do, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you don't have a Netflix deal just yet, do you? I do not, no. I'm hoping to get uh, my application approved to be on the next season of Celebrity <laughs> Show Off. Um, 
because <laughs> the joke was, you know, anybody above the C list could probably get something onto Netflix. And of course, uh, that was uh, said in a sarcastic tone. Yes. Here's a here's a streaming company that has come along and makes sense that they would. Uh, Apple Plus, or excuse me, Apple Television as a streaming service has come on very strong. They've added about 20 million subscribers here in the last uh, four months. I've uh, seen a lot of promotion for Apple TV. I don't know much about it. I think, is that the the service that's carrying the new Tom Hanks movie, Greyhound? Or That particular uh, one is, yes. Yeah. They have less exclusive deals, and my observation um, on them, I, part of the reason I like Apple uh, television is because it's a real simple interface, meaning that if you rent or buy any shows on there, uh, they just take it out of your Apple account. So that's kind of nice if you have that Apple is. instead of iOS yeah. or excuse me, Apple versus Android. Yes, uh, but I- I'll look but, into that. But it is not as fancy schmancy uh, when you first access it, you know, because Netflix kind of gives you previews and mm-hmm. says, here's what's hot and we like you and we that, know what you want. That's that's interesting. <laughs> the streaming services are uh, are competing for sure. Jay, thank you so much uh, for the research you do for this show. Uh, I want to thank our listeners for climbing aboard, too. And if you'd like to hear this show again or any of our previous shows, you can access them on our website, adamritzshow.com. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out-of-Home Marketplace at Vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit AdamRitzShow.com. 